<laughs> this is I'm really recording just so you know. Too. It's recording right now? Yeah. That's perfect. And that can't get either. cut. Yeah. Let's do this thing. I'm in the mood to be slow and careful. My body's ready for a mountain climb. All of a sudden it will all become lovely. The flower that opens in the morning light. Ben Big Dog. Compose yourself. Get it ready. Get some decent got some heat <laughs> how about uh, you man uh, uh, fuck that you've good. been good I've been you've been good. good I've been doing alright tell us about it um well first of all I should say thank you to you um I made a couple jokes or like little what would you say I alluded to like little hints or something um it was funny to see that in the comments on the on the that last episode but I got engaged last weekend yeah Oh. <laughs> I already clapped, dude. I was I said, there. That's where we'll I put it in. We'll put yeah, it in. Okay. Um, but you did come. Super appreciate it. The uh, the yeah, lo- huge ask. Huge fucking ask. It's an on hour. A it's an hour away. Yeah, huge ask. Yeah. Uh, Hester took pictures. Um, the long and short of it was, I've been dating my girlfriend for six years. We talked last year quite a bit about the the house hunt, and you let me live in this house and went on a house hunt at right around the time in the relationship when marriage kind of and proposing felt natural and felt right. I really got it in my head that I needed to own a home. So that kind of, and me and H talked about that, frankly, that kind of bumped it back. Um, but to the point where she kind of was honed in on this time, we've got like anniversary, her birthday, and and Valentine's Day all fall within like a 35-day window. So it was like, she it better be coming right around this. Also, sounds like a tiring month for you. <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing month. Thank you, baby. But um, I say the reason I set all of that up is the hardest part of was of all of this wasn't like, do I propose? Is she going to say yes? Whatever, whatever. It was all, how do I surprise her? With a with a proposal, when she kind of already knows that one is coming, and um, frank- boring. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, I was able to pull that off. It was incredible. I um, I had some friends from different friend groups hitting her up about a specific date in the future. I, you should come down to Portland. Then I, oh, I hear you're going to be in Portland. Well, how does she know I'm all of that? She got honed in on that date, and um. That's as close as you'll ever feel to Chamath Pilipapia <laughs> yeah. or what to, of pulling strings Absol- from behind the scenes. Yep. I am a master of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a chosen one. I am at the table, but was able to surprise her. Her dad called her up with a funny story, said we gotta come down to Kushnock. Um I want a hundred dollar gift card. Even better, but so her dad was I was on in the other room while her dad called, was so worried about this. I was we we knew Sunday was kind of open. We were just planning to do projects around the house. I asked her dad if he could call after asking for his permission, if he could call her the night before and say, we've got to come down. I'm in the room on the computer, just doing some work in the office. She's a room over and I hear the phone call and that's, get this. You won't believe it. I'm listening to 102.9. They're doing, they're doing call in trivia 
And they say, if you win, you get a $102.90 gift card to Kushnock Brewing in Augusta. Doesn't Matt love that place? You won't believe it. I got it right. I won. I won $102.90. When you're bringing that level of specifics to the party, there was nothing to be questioned. We go down. She's not expecting it. Open the doors. Shout out to Tobias and everybody at Kushnock. Casey. um, Everybody did an amazing job. And um, I mean, I didn't see Tobias there. No. Thanks a lot, bud. I said, you're the best man. He said, best comma man, or I'm going to be the best man. Maybe if you showed up, Tobias, maybe. Um, but open the door, and her friends were there, a few of my friends, family, not, nothing crazy. We had like 20, 24 people in there that all know, love, and care about Asia. And we proposed. She said yes, and then we all got to spend some time together. I thought it was a pretty magical night. Absolutely, man. Um I gotta let me flip the script on you and put you as for one of the the big excitements for me, other than the obvious, was kind of having you meet some people you've probably heard me tell stories about and my family and and some people that that you had never met. Um, What'd you think about what's that? What'd you think about my family? You met my mother and you met my brother uh, for the first time. Um, I had met your mom before. Mm -hmm. Um, All you Robinsons keep forgetting that. and first time meeting your brother and yeah, had great conversations with both of them, which wasn't a remote surprise yeah, to yeah. me. Uh, your mom's looking great, living retirement life well, Showed up just uh, like which your is dad. always, always great to hear. Yeah. And uh, yeah, your brother just chatted a lot about music and um, yeah, it was great. But awesome. that was pretty much your own, only your family, right? Yeah. The, the close core. Um I did. I, I have. Uh, you got a lot more family coming. Yeah, <laughs> you know, an awful lot. Yeah. Um, last on that, I would consider you one of my best friends, absolutely. And um, I've got as good about as good a one as anybody could ever have. We've been friends since we were seven. He's. I've got a. It's been a wild ride for me, and he's been there um, through a lot of it. I just. I adore the kid, and I was so so excited, isn't it? That's Benny Monahan, and um, I was so excited for you two guys to meet each other. What'd you think of Benny? Probably my least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to. He's gonna love it. You know, probably. Uh, I tried to, yeah. but it's like talking to a brick wall with the guy. You know, um, no. At, Again, yeah, uh, no surprise, but it was great. Uh, I had to bail last second on a hiking trip you guys did. Katana. That was supposed to be our big man meetup. Yeah. Um, I've been trying for a while. This felt strictly good. Strictly platonic friend uh, <laughs> link up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd miss that. And it, more, it, pretty much what I pictured in good. all the best ways. You yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. I had met him before, but he was doing dump work and just kind of popping in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot. I do have a terrible memory. But yeah, it was nice to see everybody spend some time together. I am now an honest man, and on we go into the future. Hester and Abby immediately start talking about ghosts. Yeah. So, you know, everyone, everyone got what they wanted out of it. That was the second biggest thing I said of all. Like, I'm really excited for my friends to meet my friends. I am so excited for Hester. And I've been telling Abby for two years, I can't wait till you meet Hester. I've been telling Hester, I can't wait till you meet Abby. And um, it seemed like they clicked up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, great, great times, man. It's funny too, not to not to be like, well, but it, all I could think about when I was there was like, wow, this couldn't be more different than what I did to yeah, propose yeah. to have. Like from the, I wanted to, I went not only into the middle of the woods, but then onto a 
lightly traversed on a rainyish day hiking trail on Katata to propose to Esther to ensure that there was probably no one within Sorry, too. A, yeah, a mile of yeah. us. Um, so it was just funny about kind of the, you know, the spectrum of that. But also, I think knowing our personalities, I think that stacks up precisely uh, accurately. Um, That's funny. And... Uh, We'd love to hear about your proposal stories out there. If anyone has any crazy ones, any even crazy concepts for a proposal. It's funny you but, say the real when you say that. And I um because when you do, people ask you or like, oh, congratulations, and then maybe they tell you their story. So I've heard a few proposal stories over the last week or two. But literally last night, a woman said like she'd heard about information uh, congratulations and big she, pod listener she she uh <laughs> she's a she's a doctor in bangor she's wicked interesting but um she is her and her fiance have broken it off to date um but when they propose she was not a hiker in any sense he is a big hiker and he took her up on a big hike that she didn't want to do she's kind of winded and like looking for where he is turns around he's on his knee and she said it was at that exact moment that I realized that I do not love him. And she said yes, and then nature played its course, yeah. and over time, it all fell apart. Ooh. But um, I thought, she and she was, it's all hindsight now. She's I wonder sweet. if Hester ever tells that to anyone. No, no. Hester is a hiker. That's it. It's, it's about... Knowing your Seeing person him and putting him in the right on his place. knee like that, it's when I realized I don't respect this man at L- all. Literally in that moment, I realized I did not love him, and then I said, <laughs> and then I said yes. But like you you're to. hiking, yeah. yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. It was incredible. But along that note, I didn't mean to cut you off at all. But um, I got to imagine there's more funny, humorous, whatever, amazing proposal stories, and I love the idea you set up. So I'm gonna let you take it away. No, no, no. You already cut me off. So go for it. <laughs> well um we did ask for reviews and i'm gonna be damn honest we didn't get very many of them yeah i thought we enticed with the sunburn picture jesus christ the possibility to rap so we are gonna we're gonna keep those rewards standing maybe figure out a way to up the score but i think I mean, yeah. we don't need to up shit. It's a pretty good prize. No, I, I ain't up in shit, dude. Submit proposal stories. We'll read them on the next solo, but the only avenue that they can be submitted, through reviews. Through reviews. Submitted as a review. We will still count that as the reward that we promised before, and we'll read them um, on the pod. Yes. Love is in the air, baby. Love is in the air. Give us some. Because we need it. Sounds good. Because we need it. Yep. Sounds great. Awesome. Um, so moving on. But I mean, this man can rap. He's proved he can rap. Don't Barely. you want to hear another verse? I would I would be happy to do it if we got some reviews. Yeah. It's called reciprocation. And mm. right now it's a one-way street. And I'm not feeling that. That is not reciprocation. I don't know what the word. I'm not that great. That's, More we did get exci- a few. What we get? Six? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, come on. Need 20. Come need on. 20. It's just what it is. Come the fuck on. I'm going to try. Speaking of... Um, frankly, being excited this week, I think we said love is in the air. The sun is in the air. Your boy's trying to get a sunburn. Just, I would never say love just is like in the yours. air. You who yeah, said I did that. say that. Um, but I am going. Um, leaving today after we get done this and a little bit of work at the brewery, I'm going to Wakefest in Miami. I heard you're going to where the players play. You're where the players play. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm taking. I have no talents. I'm not taking them there, but I'm going to where the players play. You're going play. to South I Beach. I said, wasn't that Atlanta? 
Actually, I think whatever ludicrous. It was Atlanta. I'm just trying to help here. I don't know what happened to yeah. Miami, but I am excited to go. You're but, about to find out, my friend. Man, you ever I, been? Never. Have you? Um, no, no. It's a little too close to Cuba for me. <laughs> We'll keep that. I think that's it. That's pretty <laughs> okay. good. Um, no, any. It's one of those places. Anybody who goes is comes like you need to see it. You need to experience it. It's like a NASCAR race. It's like talking about that. But um, uh, Wake Fest. Seen it in the past. See it every year through like social and stuff like that. Um, very excited to go. And it got me thinking more about not just going to Miami, but the fest thing in general. And did tickets were tickets uh build in cryptocurrency? Yes. Uh-huh. Only in yeah, uh, only. Not even, only Solana. Can't even use Ethereum and some of the better can only use Polygon, Solana. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. If you have a bathing if you have a board ape, you get in free. You just show up, show it, and you're you in. You show the card. Yeah. So, Tommy Kennedy, enjoy. You're in there. Tim Wu, I think you got that, too. And as of yesterday, Tom Brady can go. Wow. So, that's pretty good. Wow. Tim Wu's restaurant group. Yep, that's... Um, that's well, one a, of many things. That's Engert Country. That's yeah. Nally Gasterman. And uh, Tommy Kennedy is Holmes Brewing. That's right. They've been... Um, how these motherfuckers get their little... Their ape cards? They, they uh, either bought them early... Or are doing tremendously well right now. <laughs> I see. You know I what I'm see. saying? <laughs> I thought you meant they had been been made as one. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. They have um um profile pictures as them. And I would choose to you see so you're jumping the gun. You're like, no, you've I made that. As I respect both men and I, I think you're I don't think you're throwing that up on your profile unless you own the NFT. I'm gonna and, do that just to prove you wrong. Okay, we'll see. We'll reach out. I've been trying to get Tommy on the podcast and I asked Tim. He's Lou. too rich for this shit. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. He's doing very if well. If your theory's correct. Tim is too humble, I think. To, uh-huh. I said, Who would want to hear what I have to say? I said, no, I hear Classic. I've, I've been thinking that for three years, and I show <laughs> up every week and do it again. So I, I think you'd be surprised, but I really do. Um, shout out Tim. Awesome kid. Um, he was about the hardest working person I've ever seen in my life. And any- yeah, I've never seen a man as close to, to just... Um, just a weekend at Bernie yeah. man, as much as I've seen that man running on empty. And I've bumped into other people in beer that when that comes up against mention, they, um, anybody who's worked with them in the past it, it, through that always, um, seconds that confirms it. Um, the hardest working man in wanting, beverage, uh, the hardest working man in Bev business. Um, but shout out to them. That was all a very long joke about using NFTs to get into Wake Fest. That's and that's that type of culture is why I'm excited to go to Miami. Yeah. What are you looking? Uh, you trying to get, um, trying I'm, to smoke some stogies, trying to eat some panines, trying to do tropical drinks, trying to get This is going to sound stupid and corny and wholesome, but I'll, okay. say, I'll say the first You two. don't need three adjectives before you even say yeah. the thing. One, I'm excited to ride scooters again. A thousand percent. Sure. I, I want to get on a scooter and that will probably be the highlight of my whole trip. Number two is just, I just want to take it in and experience it without many ex- expectations. Just pull up and we'll probably does, put a wet blanket on that a yeah, lot. What does, what does a city that cocaine built look like? And what does a city that has overtaken other tech, like when you say NFT and crypto, like 
it's literally becoming the hub for that and trying to be it's becoming a tech hub i'm just excited to see it all but honestly more than anything i'm excited to it will be said when it gets washed away yeah (laughs) but even that's there's something about that when you know that end is so close when there's cryptocurrency under the sea yeah miami is going to be running for the next 50 years until it washes away it's gonna be an amazing time but I just want to be at a brew fest again in kind of that way. Um, I obviously my personality, I very much enjoy those things and I have the kind of the social stamina to be in them for a long time and really it's enjoy. It's almost like they're made for you. Yeah, enjoy them. <laughs> and I, I, um, I will say I've, I've talked about it a little bit recently as kind of travel stuff opens back up. I think I've said it on here, but I didn't travel a ton as a kid. It just wasn't the way my family behaved. We did local stuff and I kind of had this like growing up moment when I became a part of Bissell and got to go to a couple of these fests and travel a little bit more. The, the part of you feels really good. Like, cool almost in a sense or like a, it was things i hadn't done a ton of and i remember i remember coming back coming into the red house and saying to you once like man i traveled really well and you were like what are you talking about you tra-? i was like dude i was like everywhere i was supposed to be when i was there and i was you know, like everything went smooth i had all my stuff handled like i traveled really good so you mean lucy organized <laughs> yeah. everything really well no, this was a different this was a, oh, the trip okay. i took alone but oh, it was okay. from this missile practice you were like what are you talking about traveled well <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I just um, didn't know what you meant. But it was fair. But um, that part of the job was so meaningful to me at, like, get, at the beginning of like, and just obviously you don't know a pandemic's coming. You think like, oh, this is the new normal. And maybe if I'm, you know, if I'm really easy to travel with and I do a good job, I'll get to keep getting invited on these trips and I'll keep seeing different parts of the world I've never seen and was so excited for all that. And then COVID took that all away. I, you know, I don't mean it, but, and then you get a few years into it and you're like, oh man, I, I, that's what made me realize how important that part of the job was to me and how much I enjoyed it. So being back on the other side of that and seeing those opportunities again, I'm, I'm wicked excited. So you're, you're not really a scope it out before you get there kind of guy. No, I'll do. You wh- can't do you inevitably like you. You just can only find so much that's valuable yeah. on because it's all going to be the people that are attracted to review things. Yeah, generally, like, and then that gets more reviews. And I don't know, it's I, only a small picture. Yeah, I'll scope brewery if I'm like traveling. I'll scope breweries and I'll scope food. Do a little peep of that, and I you'll usually do that by actually like I'll go to Instagram and like hashtag location, and then kind of see what's popping up and what looks good and then kind of do it that way. But otherwise I'm not viral locations. Just see, try to find is there, if I've already heard of them, like a death and co type thing. If I was anywhere where there's a death and co, I'm trying to go there. Um, (laughs) You heard it here first, but those are uh, (laughs) two years ago, food and beverage. I'll, I'll pop out and look for that. Otherwise it's a, my, my, no one place I never want to be death and co (laughs) with you and Bob. (laughs) That's fair. That's very fair. But um, <laughs> when it comes to the other stuff, like being my favorite parts of these vacations and being in a place is like riding a scooter around, seeing what the place mm-hmm. is. And like some of my best memories are like when you get into the Uber and talk to the driver and you're like, well, what's this place like for real? Like every day. You know what I mean? Um, so in that sense, I don't like I'm not looking not that they're tourist traps or stuff like that, but I'm usually not landmark driven. 
Yeah, you know what totally, I mean. That totally. just in, in the like, I kind of. Uh, what even are the landmarks of Miami? Glass tables. I don't. That's just a cocaine joke. It's not a great one. <laughs> glass tables and high yeah, end, high end strip clubs. <laughs> um, there's no like. There's it's not a skyline feature that's known. Really, there's no like statue that's no. known. Not that I know. Little of. Havana. Yeah, Little Havana, South Beach. Obviously, it's all. Uh, you know what I mean, though. Like yeah. most cities, like there's a thing. The city, the Hollywood sign, the yeah. this, the that. The only thing that on a list of fifteen, Little Havana being on it. The only other thing I'm seeing that that um, is even known to me is the Little Coral, Haiti, <laughs> Coral Gables, Merrick House, the Gardens. Ever- what? So what is that? I, that's where the where Miami University is. But like, what do you mean Gardens? The, it's like the huge. You know, who was, um, we talked to somebody that they have them in different places, these huge gardens, like we have ours in Booth Bay. Um, there's just a huge one in Miami. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, any breweries? Is there anything you can tell me about your trip? Cause I'm a little jealous, but not too jealous just cause I was just in the sunshine state. No, obviously not when you're going to a fest and everything's right there, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm. I'm super excited to take that all in. It's always a big, have you looked at the list? No, I haven't. I got proposed. I proposed. You know, oh. <laughs> it's been very hectic week for you. Um, have you uh, been like rewatching Star Wars to try to have an end with <laughs> Jay Wakefield? No, I haven't. But if that's give me anything else you got as far as what the ends are going to be, would that'd love be, to have them on the podcast. I mean, there's like 25 Star Wars movies, so yeah. that'd probably be that's a good place to start. Yeah. I'll watch them on a flight. <laughs> very short, very short flight. I won't get through one, but I'll have a place to start. I might get to the point where Luke's in the friggin' Yoda's Yoda's <laughs> little area. Um, you're gonna try to see the Miami Marlins? No, probably not. <laughs> you're not gonna use uh, three or four of your uh, 36 hours there to go to a baseball game? <laughs> nope. Too, too slow. Too slow. Yeah. I'm um, no. I really, when I say the fest thing again, I'm really gonna try to co- connect with with brewing people and and talk have you seem really pe- prepared for it people to talk <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm best when i'm in my spontaneous I know you are. zone i know you no are. but but truly i did i missed that a ton to, for a little context we had bangor on tap last week here in in bangor's first fest i've done in forever it's kind of more of a municipality one but even that that feeling again of a forgot like i that many people in one place forgot that like that's novel after two, I haven't gone to a concert and done any like a sporting event or anything like that. It was like the that buzzy energy of all those people in one place was like, oh, I miss this. I'm, um, that was really cool. And then just going through the flow again, like it was nice to pouring at Bangor on tap made me more excited for Wakefest, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, um, and I'm Bangor and Miami are also like very similar cities. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and it just, just all those things coming back of like one of the parts of the job that I absolutely love. And, um, I'm really excited to just kind of go there, be in it. And I always try to, part of being a good traveler is not. <laughs> Yes. Self-identifying I travel as a well. good I'm traveler. I'm trying to tell you, I travel well. It takes a lot of experience, but in the in the group context, it's just being down, da- like being down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. For Paul and Pete, like, what do you guys want to do? Like, I've got nothing. 
that I'm, oh, we got to get here by this time. Like, wh- what are we doing? And just rolling around and being down. And I'm imagining that a lot of that'll stay for such a short trip in the brew context, the bottle share, the night before, the, that. And I'm just excited to to talk to to people. Are you worried about the diabetes flaring up? I am. Dude. That's why I can't have. I'm not. I haven't told anybody. I can't have any stouts, <laughs> especially no adjunct stouts. <laughs> I can't, I can't You're gonna have it. to have a flask of water <laughs> to yeah. dump into yeah. each one. To, oh to man, you guys, <laughs> you guys did great. <laughs> really did a great job on that one. Um, well, it has to be dark. So you have maybe black water yeah. that you have in a in a flask. Yeah. Mud water. Mud mushroom, water. mushroom coffee. Nice. Love it. Mushroom Love coffee. It. Keep Love me it. natural energy. I won't crash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll have enough energy that I'll turn down the cocaine. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be perfect. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> sounds like a plan. Um, is anyone you're trying to butter up? Well, you haven't looked at the list, so no. you probably know when you're trying to butter up like a turkey. Um, no, the obviously Jay Wakefield, we talked about Maria. I expect that to be a big showing of breweries, you know what I mean? Is why um is the idea of doing that the probably is right up your alley is like a hardcore hosting of all these places. I'm not saying in a practical sense, but Oh, hell yeah. Tickets to me it's like, wow, that sounds like the worst thing on God's green earth. Yeah. To host a festival That's like funny. of that scale and then be yeah. expected to like host the festival, yeah. not just like host the festival, yeah. you know? No, I, I would absolutely love it. And there's the um it'd be a great Part of that, like, I think for me, that stuff is driven by people pleasing, not by ego. And you know what I mean? Like, even the the proposal. Yeah, we have varying opinions on that. <laughs> the proposal thing was, like, so fun to see. I, I got the most excitement about watching people interact that I, that like, I know you and I know you and, and you guys are having fun and that's so Don't fun. Don't pull that on me, dude. Every time I was having a conversation, <laughs> you'd come over, interrupt us and say... You guys remember I got engaged tonight, <laughs> Did you right? see the Do you see that ring? You guys see that ring? Um, no, but seriously, so because of that, all this, there is an immense amount of stress for things like that, an immense amount of anxiety, but that's what like is the the driver to to pull it off, sort of thing, because you don't want to let anybody down, and that's kind of what makes it all worth it. I the idea of throwing a fest would be, um, very exciting and fun for me. Well, I would probably put that excitement elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also think that like, it's very, like, I just think it's very hard to execute it and have people, like, there's a lot of them mm-hmm. and Wakefest has been going on for a while. There's like kind of a, uh, you know, a class of, of breweries that mm-hmm. all kind of that did. And then the people that are still doing it are doing it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be even if we really wanted to do that, I think it'd be difficult yeah. to like, especially because you like anything like that. Like, okay, first year's slow. Or it, you know, you have to build it up, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think it'd be a difficult environment for that. I'm always very surprised when I see any brewery do that for the first time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not, 100%. not not negatively so. Just surprised of like, ah, oh, that's a steep hill. It's I bet a hundred percent. But also, this is coming from an ex- like a very you know, socially anxious weirdo that like, you know, <laughs> an you know an joking. Yeah. Um, In- a creep. You can just say it, dude. <laughs> Cause uh, I'm a weirdo. Yeah, okay. That's enough of that. It's pretty good. That's enough of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It actually says that on the outline, enough of this. After that, and I think we've reached that part of the outline. <laughs> 
pretty so cool. where does that leave us then? You're really dialed in. It is time for the mailbag. Put up another one. A bunch came in. Um, a bunch of them I, I liked. And frankly, we got to get this day done. I got to get to Miami. So let's rifle right through them. I like this one. Um, we'll split it two ways. One for you, one for me. Post-COVID summer is a coming. How crazy will it be? And how much does BBB repivot at all? The repivot thing from the beer side, I think is interesting for you. And then I'll just tell you how I believe in tourism in this area again. Uh, yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> and more and more so every year talking about pivoting. Yeah. Even living here my whole life, I think since living in Portland, it's really impressed upon me. And I think Portland's become more and more of a tourist destination since I've even been there. But Mm -hmm. just truly how seasonal of a state this is. Uh. And yeah, I wasn't, you know, that's not news to me, but we've just seen the seasonality continue to show itself more, more and more. Uh, So talking about pivoting, yeah, it's like a... uh, becomes more and more of a thing each year of like prepping for summer, not just kind of knowing it'll be busier. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, what do we do? Um, Mostly we just get rid of Swish. (laughs) (laughs) No, but and kind of uh, where you have to hire someone in production now, um, tap room, always kitchen. Yeah. Higher, it's always a higher fe- for us yeah. uh, a hiring fest this time of year so pivoting in that sense for sure and in beer obviously mm-hmm. like dark beers mostly go away mm-hmm. just yes there's a, a there's up? people that drink dark beers for sure but it, because tank space gets a lot more precious yeah. because volume is 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 moving at such a high clip it ma- it's more important and the other hand, what you put in those tanks to continue the moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, it becomes, we do a lot more pale ales. Um, so, well, it's hoppy, but lower ABV. Yeah, so, and lagers, but lager was- production can only ramp up so much because of just, we just have the two horizontal tanks, mm-hmm. and if we're going to use those... There's only just so much we can turn around. And it's going to be, and they're not taking from anything else because they are those tanks. So you kind of just run at a similar pace with the logger program that is. We make sure you, the lags are, are basically zero yeah. in, in terms of how long that tank's empty. Either yeah. of those tanks are empty, but, but beyond that. You can only fill yeah. them, you know, the lot, especially with a lager, it takes what it takes. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. about, what about like, um, beers like Bravura beers, like one little stone. What about beers that aren't true stouts or, or porters or things that might go away more during the summer, but are lower ABV, but more malt forward. Um, do those beers lose out to tank space to have, hoppier beers out during the summer when the volume's crushing to some degree i think what we try to do is is get sort of the last hurrah with a lot of those beers in between now and like late may Mm -hmm. so that way they could be on tap for a good amount of the summer at least for Mm -hmm. variety and then usually we'll do something once or twice in the summer yeah. but but yeah it's in a general most sense. things lose out whether even talking about something like oi yeah like exactly or, um, beers like that yeah mm-hmm. killer and then on on our side i will say i say it all the time but um 
a lot of what happened the last summer has reinvigorated my kind of energy inspirations and hopes in terms of this place and um we've got the kitchen build out coming online this year like from a a concert standpoint we do a lot of concerts during the summer we'd always do one good big one with mallet brothers and then other cats coming otherwise let's see what five six seven eight years brings keep it keep it pretty tame and that and this year i think i just i felt the general confidence to not be afraid to Let's go try to put this together. We've got three ticketed shows this summer. They're much bigger. Um, and the, all our bands throughout, I just, a general sense that we can try to do more because there's going to be more and that's going to wa- warrant that effort is what I'm feeling for this summer in Milo. Um, all driven by a lot of the tourism stuff that that you talked about. And I'm, just to speak just to that, because I grew up in New Hampshire, I'd come up to Milo all the time, visit my grandparents, and I remember that early vacation land signed in Kittery. And I remember specifically at like 13, like thinking, that's so stupid. Maine is vacation land. Like, Florida's vacation land. The Bahamas are vacation. Like, I really remember like having that specific thought. And to your point, I won't take a bunch of time on it. It's just the same. Once I moved here and was in the service industry, every single year that went by, I discounted how much this is a seasonal summer tourism destination. At the close of the summer, I would notice that and say that to myself. Be like, next year, I'm, you know what I mean? You know, it and, really is. And then every land. year, it blows your expectations again. And that has happened in perpetuity for every year that I've been here. And I think COVID just really poured a lot of gasoline on that that fire. Um, so huge hopes for the summer. Yeah, the the break side in me, though, worries about anything that increases in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Can't forever. Mm-hmm. So uh, not that there's... Co- in, from my perspective of trying to project and mm-hmm. forecast, COVID has almost been more difficult because you didn't see summer go away at all but the the rhythm of it just got tweaked a little bit and can you define that because just the time like last summer was um basically an earlier start and and an earlier finish for Ah. the busiest busiest time in portland um and just to be, we that's had, a small that's a small metric, but yeah. uh, what were you going to say? Then we had tiny bit early, not much on the early side, and then way later finish up here where it seemed like um, peak foliage is now kind of the end of our summer season. Though it's there's a little tick after Labor Day, absolutely, but there's not the like turn it down by thirty percent that it used to be, like the moment that Labor Day hits mm-hmm. all the way through till. Um, peak foliage third week of october and then you can really turn it down that's just interesting different in different places yeah and, but, but to that similar. point i don't it makes it yeah i think it'll be busy this summer but i got no idea yeah. how in what capacity and what flow and what fashion um looking forward to it though um it'll we should be making as much beer as we ever have in the summer so Amazing. that's a fun goal to yeah, just kind of yeah. be focused on and um yeah Amazing. Good Gro- question. Great. Growth is good, like Gecko said. 
I know that was misquoted. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you, if you were greed is good. If you want to believe that growth is always going to happen, there it is. There that it was is, very dude. good. Give me a fucking starched white collar, blue <laughs> pinstripe yep. button down shirt, please, and some cufflinks. Yes. If you worked in any other department besides your own at BBB, what would it be? So interesting question for you. You are obviously the brewer, but you ask. You, as, answer, you do it first. as an owner. Um. I was thinking about it last night when it was asked. I, It's a funny question for me because when it comes to departments within a brewery, I am right where I should be and about the only place that I could be uh, I, with my personality skill set and stuff like that. I mean, that's not true. No, nope. You're so, where you should be. I am where but, I should be. Yeah. But for that reason, I would go, I would go right to... Um, Produ- I would go right to production and just where for, you shouldn't be. for the sake of this hypothetical, <laughs> like um, has been in production a long time, steps up out of production, like a Paul Upham of production, the um, the exact place I shouldn't be as an yeah. as an exercise. I'll second that and learning those things. I'm yeah. gonna get there someday. But Start at the top. I got that's a good gets a good move. No, no, no I know, but the. Um, it's on. It's on my mind a lot. I've made some some steps in it this last year to be more um, up and ask. Be more up and ask. <laughs> I've got a. It's kind of. I I look a lot at your trajectory through it, but that you y'all when you get through those things and the way you do stuff and like system process all that that like it works for a reason sort of thing. It's just the thing that you end up at. And I continually fight with being better at that. So I'd love yep. to be like a production manager. So you'd love to be a production manager. <laughs> <laughs> need about 10, 15 years of practice and classes, but yeah, production manager. There it is. All right. Um, I will take anywhere that's not an owner. Ooh. I would take someone telling me what the fuck to yeah. do. I know when I come in, it's just the grass is always greener. Yeah. And God, do I long oftentimes for the days when someone else is figuring out yeah. the boring shit that I'm figuring. And I don't, and it's not a violin. It's just what you do, you get sick of it. You want to do something else. You know, mm-hmm. it is, but there's no change up of being an owner. And, anyone thinking about opening a business <laughs> be very aware of yeah. that there's no it's not about there's no days off or whatever but there's no at a certain point like your 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 options to to insert yourself within the business become just selfish mm-hmm. and not to the benefit of the business mm-hmm. you open a business not to benefit it's incredible insight it's this oh, it's this organism that becomes its own thing that you really it's not really serving you. You serve it. Yeah. And I'm serving this organism now and because a bunch it's ser- it's serving a bunch of other people. Yeah. And that that's that sounds like I'm complaining. I'm really not. No, but if, for the sense. sake of this question, I would like to fucking be doing shift brewing or like I mean I would just like to be a brewer, not yeah. the main is, brewer. Is the foundation of that you said something once that stuck with me a ton and but is the foundation of that the literal at its core not ha- being the one who has to figure out what to do when you say yeah, like, that be- takes up so much mental energy it's incredible that it's you can't even really express that part of things and, and like I- when you're always moving and like 
it's a very different environment to address those questions now when things are pretty stable. Things are taking care of themselves more or less, mm-hmm. but like personally you need something to apply yourself to mm-hmm. and they the things that you should be applying yourself to as as an owner become less and less sexy. Yeah. And more and more esoteric. Yeah. But all the more important at yeah. the same time. Um, so yeah, I'd like to not have to think about any of those. It's a, it's a wild career. I remember you saying it to me once, and I've always liked to think that I have like the ownership mentality, and, we, and like like can empathize and just understand, and that's why I've been able to do all right. But you'd come in once and talking about like almost like you need to make a job description for yourself, sort of thing, or like, and and really in one of those phases where you're struggling with like what should I? It's the point, the scope thing, like. What should I be focusing on every day? And um, that really, that conversation really crystallized a lot of things for me that I think it is discounted that that is being, when you're being told what to do, no matter how well you do it, half of the work has already been done. Like the part of what it is to do is such a massive part of energy that I, I think is just kind of taking it face value sometimes instead of- Of course of it is what because- it, And totally why wouldn't fair, it be? Yeah, exactly. But, but it, it is- the grass is always, the older I get, the more I fucking see how true yeah. that we just want what we don't have. Yeah. And as so often is the case, if if you are taking quote unquote orders and you, you know, you're following the schedule that's already there, you grow this resentment because in your head you think you see these little things and, and it makes, it tricks your brain and thinking like, I could do this so much better. I could yeah. make this. And maybe you could. But you probably wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> is what it comes down oh, to. Yeah. Anyway, enough fucking. Uh, yeah, no, no. I thought that, I think that was. Um, but yeah, good question. Well, let's talk saison yeast then from the Barrel Doctor. Favorite saison yeast for Noah, and I've got a. I'm going to tell. Is it Moravian wine yeast? Because I had that on my inventory for last quarter, and I can't find it on in house for this quarter, and I haven't seen it get used anywhere. No, uh, <laughs> that's just a brand, um, and. I mean, we put more. I've never said it out loud. More than <laughs> I think it's Australian. I'm worried um, about the word. Uh, um, like yeah, every time we bottle anything, some of that goes in. Mm. So it's there. Don't worry. Uh, it's a little Red Shield logo. We'll go find it. Um, you done. can go find it. I have other things to do. <laughs> I have big uh, picture stuff to think about. <laughs> so it's <esoteric. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I know where this yeast is, dude. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so what was the fucking question? Oh, yeah. yeah Favorite yeah, yeah, saison yeah. yeast. Um, I like, I'm, I can't actually remember the... Um, I think it is B. It's the De Bloggy's strain. It's usually like Saison 2 is usually what it'll come out as. Um, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is for like Y yeast, but for brewing science where we get it get it from, it's S26 and mm-hmm. it's the, the Bloggy strain. So it's not French Saison yeast. It's not the DuPont strain. It's the other one <laughs> generally. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's just... Um, I don't know. To me, French saison yeast is 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 it's so ubiquitous that I've definitely lost interest in it because, like, to me, it tastes. I say this, and it sounds derogatory, and it's not. But I just as a, as to try to kind of express it, it's like brew pub saison, uh-huh. like just a kind of cookie cutter 
here's our Cezanne and it has that undeniable French Cezanne yeast character that's pretty loud, but it then not much else. Like it just kind of gets boring quickly to me. Um, DuPont one can be fun, but I've never used it out of just fear of, of stalls and stuff. Um, and yeah, so the, the bloggies one does for me everything you want from a Cezanne yeast and it's not quite as common. So you can't, it's not quite as easy to be like, identify it with something which i uh, really like and i really like their beers as well um amazing yeah, so that's it how about you what's yours yeah well that's what i was looking in the inventory just to for my only input more than wine to be, yeast to be how much of that we have looks like we have about 500 grams right now so we got one pack so that's what i can add to this equation um can you brew turbid mash with motorized rakes or must you stir with a paddle i would kill <laughs> to brew a turbid mash. mash with rakes but we do not have them here and that is why you see me stirring with the paddle hear me complaining about stirring with the paddle bending paddles if you um and yes I, we could buy but like no no you but know. hypothetical world if like literally you had the press button next time you came up next week there were rakes they were installed and they worked well is that a go all day or is there something romantic and and about the energy exertion in the paddle or for everything be- but turbid mash so because you- it, it literally is beyond capability mm-hmm. like it's so thick at points the the just how you the angle you have to reach and the tools you have to do it they're it's not the best way for normal mashes. I would, would have to think a lot about it yeah. more um, because I think there is just, yeah, uh, an intimacy that that is yeah. lost. Um, but yeah, with turbid mashing, it, it, that'd be the better way to do it. You'd press button go on those rakes. Yeah. And, and you don't press, you're still actively, especially with that. I mean, no, no, I just be, mean if like in the hypothetical, you could press button, smash and, that ass and it's here tomorrow. Oh yeah. And it's, it works and it's perfect. So do you have that button? You'd press button. <laughs> gotcha. Um, would you? Sure. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't. Do you tell, do you talk a lot about like, he just stirs it? Yeah. Do you, part, do you, I mean, is that part of your story though? Um, No, a little bit of how, like, I, I do relate that to the original brew system yeah. sort of thing. So a little bit ties in through there. More than anything, it, uh, when you asked me, the first thing I thought of is pictures and media and that you up there with the paddle is is better than the motorized thing. It's the only thing. The I thing is of. you can't see the motorized thing. Yeah. So you could do the same picture. Just pondering, sweat. pondering over. You could it. even just you could even put the paddle in, yeah, and stir. It. You then, can still stir. Then let's smack that fucking button. That's baby. what let's I'm saying. That That's what I'm saying. Um, loved this question. Uh, thought about this last night at like three in the morning. <laughs> where Where do you go? What do you do for inspiration when you are burned out? It's a good question, and I don't have a a great answer, so I'm going to let you go. Ah, I think one of the first things you do is start a podcast. Yep, I mean, yep. that was I what I did. That, that was, was for sure. Yep, I think that's uh, that's part of the Noah Bissell story. Um, two things: I went originally to podcasts that I listen to and to this, and like when you do have the good conversation and you meet the good person and it gets you excited, that definitely helps. But I. And um, I was going to say Lex Friedman and some of these pods I listen to, I, I get fired up. But the more I really thought about it. Um, Just think about what it's like to be a robot. <laughs> the more I, I love those things, but 
The more I really thought about it, the more when I tried to think about like the times I, I've really been low, just in that in, the inspiration tank has been very low. And then where I can very much, would, you know, volatile personality, I can a week later be like, he's volatile, energized again. Um, I think a lot of times it's t- it's strangers. And I, I was thinking about this really. Like the sunflower lady. Yeah, no, literally, I was going to use that as an example. Is that um, I'm trying to do this Airbnb thing. I had an hour conversation with a guy from Mass that owns a property up here that dumped his dad's ashes off a bridge, and my dad died up here. And I talked to this guy I know nothing about on the phone for an hour, and I had a better two days. Like I, I don't know. I, I for something about me, and I bet there's bad sides of that and good sides. Like it may discount the people that. I should owe the most to and am the most intimate with, but there's something about strangers that probably why you never give me credit for wreck. <laughs> there's something about strangers that, that um, great encounters with strangers really, really energizes. Great me. encounters with strangers is definitely should be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I really think that that's probably the, that's the biggest, quickest, most tangible one in terms of its effect of getting out of burnout. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, how do you create a framework where you go do that? <laughs> part of, well, that's a podcast. And, but, but other things in terms of seeking that out in regular life more serendipitously. But I think that's the reason I had, the reason that is the answer is because I do do that a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes, I think my answer, I don't, I don't have a great answer, but it's always something that is not beer at all. Mm -hmm. And a stranger is a great fucking place to start (laughs) Um, of just like a, a, it's almost like you're looking for a reset, Mm -hmm. like looking, yeah, looking to focus on something enough where, yeah, I don't know, um, perspective, you get perspective from that too. Um, But yeah, I don't have like... A go go to. Mm-hmm. I usually just maybe turn to a, other beverages to drink, or yeah, I don't really have a good answer. No wonder I'm so depressed. <laughs> no wonder I'm so burnt out. <laughs> um, last one, quick one. Has Maddie been working on his golf game in the off season? Funny you say that. I've been. Um, I have not. I swung a golf club in the yard yesterday without a ball. Or two days ago. For so the, he's ready. For guys. the first time this he's year. Ready. I'm usually, there's a golf, there's a, a mat driving range up here that opens real early. It's been open for about three weeks. And it's I literally haven't, called Maddie's Range. I'm literally usually the first one there. I, I haven't been. My um, my best friend lives in Mexico. I see him going every day. I definitely have the itch. I definitely am getting out. Um, By the next time we record, I will have taken a bunch of strokes. I am ready for the season. It's Masters weekend. Let's fucking go. Listen, man, I'm not playing golf until the PGA becomes co-ed. <laughs> there you go. I mean, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right. I thought that was just for you. Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's something my mom would say, <laughs> for sure. Um, Three Bay. Can't let me end it. Three years. Fucking All right, dude. Life. We got we got kegs to fill. We got customers to serve. Three Bay. Let's um, do it. We played catch last night, and Ooh. fuck, was that fun? Mm. Oh my! I really God, did. It, did it, re- it settled me. Yeah, maybe that's the answer. I play catch. Okay. You need you you need. You, I go to a cornfield in Iowa. Mm-hmm. 
a dead relative uh, walks out of out of the corn. Uh, we play catch. And then he the says whole... a, he says a sorrowful goodbye, <laughs> and I go back to my business yeah. with a new energy. Yes, and then the whole world fills up with water. Yep. <laughs> Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know where that, because I'm Noah. What's that mean? Um, Kevin Costner. Oh, dude. Dude. Oh, my God. That's you picked Waterworld <laughs> as the next Kevin Costner reference. Yes. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's not bodyguarding that field. It fills up with water. You are. A- <laughs> Hit me with the three, bay, baby. I'll fill those up with water. Oh, my God. <sighs> Moving away from water. Um, so I'm going to hit you with three famous major league baseball pitchers Mm. and why don't you attribute them to Miami's the city of crypto. Let's go with three cryptocurrencies. Mm. You like it? Uh, We'll go with, uh, Nolan Ryan. Oh, wow. We'll go with Roger the Rocket Clemens. Wow. And we will go with, um, I don't know what his nickname was, but longtime Cardinals great, Bob Gibson. Ooh. All right. <laughs> we'll go make this easy. Um, baseball was always the least of my favorite sports that I actively was like involved in. And all my friends are huge baseball heads. And I guess I continue that trend with you. But with everybody I've grown up with, and I've always felt like self-conscious that I'm the, the odd man out of that bunch. I don't like baseball as much as you guys. <laughs> but if you say something, be like, yeah, he was great. <laughs> Kenny Lofton? So Bob Gibson, I mean, I barely know anything. I'm going to attrib- I'm gonna attribute him to um, any coin that has the name of a dog as long with, along with Elon Musk verbiage. And get smashed together to be like Elon Doge or Shiba Shiba Musk. And I'm telling you, go look at, there's a million. (laughs) It's astounding. And no disrespect to Gibson, just the things, they're not for me. I don't know much about them. Not, not, I just don't know much about him. That's yeah. why those are those. Okay. Um, Nolan Ryan. So maybe he's, he's more, uh, uh, just from should, should, should Toki, what's the guy's name? The, the creator of Bitcoin that no one knows anything about. Sat, oh my God. Satoshi. Satoshi. Satoshi Naka, yeah. Yeah. So maybe Nakamoto. a Satoshi coin. Mm. He's that fucking. Nobody knows. That's a better, mystery that's wrapped a better in a nobody riddle. knows answer. Absolutely. That's a great nobody knows answer. This is a little he diminutive is, to one of the best pitchers of all time. Yeah, to compare him to Safe Moon X. Yeah, one of the first black starting pitchers in yeah. all of baseball. Yeah. One of the greatest pitchers of all time. I, I'd say Sheba. I'd say some Shiba Inu derivative. Not even Shiba. The, 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 Elon Eba. The, the yeah. Inu, Inu Musk. Inu, Inu Musk X. Um, incredibly disrespectful to Bob Gibson. And in hindsight, I will say, what an incredible answer Satoshi Nakamoto is for that. Just, don't Just know another much, way I'm influencing no, you, it's, man. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Thank me later. Nolan like Ryan. I'm just going to go Bitcoin, just kind of, uh, I was a Nolan Ryan fan growing up. I am f- familiar with Nolan Ryan. To me, that's the standard of pitching. Yeah. Um, and I think- the Standard bit- of power pitching, for yeah. sure. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the standard. Yep. Um, that one's easy. Roger Clemens, that's interesting. Um, 
Roger Clemens, I'm going to do the man a little dirty, and I know he's, he's basically like young Nolan Ryan is the only reason I was yeah, going to switch well, it and up. he kind of he um I don't know why in my head I almost he's like Rudy Giuliani adjacent in my head I have no idea why he's a repub yeah but it fall from grace a bit and this this yeah. steroid I don't it didn't steroids for cheating. a pitcher that good of what he was it didn't. The career didn't end the way it should, you know, sort of thing. And like even like a Tiger Woods, even his career with all the stuff that's happened at the end. Most careers that last 22 years yeah, don't, though. Dude, that's the facts. Like, that's fair. Brady is such an anomaly in that way. Yeah, but some of them, you even look at like, I don't know, I look at like a... I look at like a t- like Tiger's collapsed massively, but oh, he stays in the reverence and he brings it back. And I know there's nobody as important to anything as he is to golf. But I don't know. For to me, I've, I always there's. A I mean, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's no, not like he's yeah, been that's ostracized. My, I agree with that, and that's I from that's my what I have in in my head about Roger Clemens, his great career and sour notes at the end. Um, and I big said, Mike Piazza guy, huh? Right at the v, right at the beginning, I said I'm going to do him dirty because I know this is kind of my perception and a little dialed up. I'm pretty sure there's too few much. other people you should be doing dirty less on <laughs> earth than a man that can th- that has proven time and time again that he is willing to throw at someone's head 100 uh, miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, so just I'm, be careful. Yeah, I hear you. But <laughs> it's about to get worse because what I'm going to do with, with Roger Clemens is I'm going to do any of these NFTs that are about building community, any of these... Um, Clemens ain't building community, Any bro. of these... Well, the, any of these coins that are... that are... Not rug pulls, like they're not outright frauds. They have the right intention. They're welcome mat pulls. And, yeah, and they're going to zero. Yeah, you know, and they're just they're going to zero. They're they're falling. These NFTs that maybe a kid really wanted to try to build some cool club where you get access and community and but that's not. That's not what's going to take these things home. Okay, so another answer for one of the greatest pitchers of all time compared to a failed (laughs) community-building NFT made by a random kid. Wow, that's the last time I ever ask you about baseball pitchers. Bob Gibson is... The only one that got any love, and even that was begrudging, was Nolan Nolan Ryan. Ryan. He was like, yeah, he's Bitcoin, I guess. That's not begrudging. He's (laughs) the standard. You know what I mean? I would have been... Yeah, <laughs> he gets Moon X. Yes, yes. Roger <laughs> Clemens. If you give me Pedro, we could have some gets, fun. You give me Pedro, a, a doomed, <laughs> a doomed community building, yeah. and I quote NFT yeah. built by a teenager. Yeah, with good intentions, a talented teenager with good intentions who just. I would argue that Roger Clemens had bad intentions mm. and still mm. made everyone sub, uh, submissive to his will. Yeah. I just so it's okay. Don't don't sit, didn't end well. Don't see him anymore. And it's well. not ending well for you. That's it's not ending it's well for this. I'm keeping it consistent. Yep. And uh, but there's always next week. Burnout averted. Yep. See sunburn in tow. <laughs> Burnout averted. Sunburn. Flower that opens